if bringing your vision to fruition doesn't have to be so hard? What if it's not about rethinking your strategy or sacrificing more of your time? What if the secret to success in your business, career, and life lies in allowing your body to lead the way? That's the conversation I'm having with Lindsay Martin Ellis on this episode of I Am Vibrant. Hi, everybody. This is Leah Lund. I want to welcome you to the I Am Vibrant podcast. If you're a spiritually conscious entrepreneur, coach, healer, leader of a movement or a mission, and you're ready to shift from push and hustle into ease and flow, that is what this episode is all about. And we're going to talk about shifting into that ease and flow in a way that your business mind might not think of right away. So I want to introduce our special guest today. I'm here with Lindsay Martin Ellis. And Lindsay is an embodied transformation and health coach. And she is the healing coach for women, really, for feminine embodiment. She's studied human design, among many other modalities. She has a cutting-edge, awakened woman framework that I'm sure we'll touch on. And she really is here today to talk about something you might not expect on this podcast, which is your sacred feminine rhythms, how moving your body can move you closer to your vision. So Lindsay, welcome. I'm so excited to have you here on I Am Vibrant. Hello, hello, love. I'm so excited to be here. Thank you for the warm introduction. And yeah, I can't wait to to delve more into how all of this embodiment work and movement can really connect us to our vision. So thank you for having me. Oh, it's it's my pleasure because I I heard a collective like, Oh, sigh <laughs> from, from the spiritually conscious out there who are navigating their way through sharing their gift, sharing their work. Um, some may call it a business. Some may call it a practice. In some cases, it's in the form of a career, uh, corporately or something like that. But, um, we just gave such permission to like throw all the spreadsheets and plan action plans and, things of that nature out the window and talk about something completely different. So my first question for you is really, um, I've heard you say before that you teach women to fall madly in love with themselves, to feel fully alive in their body and to awaken to the alignment of their soul. So can you share more (laughs) about that, please? And, and how does that relate to our business and our work and you know, the day-to-day things yeah. that we to do. Absolutely. I know it can be a mouthful, but it really is all connected, I promise. You know, really the falling madly in love with ourselves really to me is, is that connection to ourselves, that authentic connection to the truth of who we are. And I spent most of my life, I actually am a former environmental engineer. So I very much know about spreadsheets and, you know, living in this, in this corporate realm that was really contributing to a lot of uh, health issues in my life. It was, it was, it was causing ailment and chronic illness in my body, hormone imbalance. I was very, very sick. And I, I really started to recognize when I took this holistic approach to, this autonomy over my body again. I truly, I hit 30 years old. I got engaged to my now husband 
And I declared that I was ready to take ownership of my life, of my sovereignty, of my health again. And I recognized that there was this golden thread in living for everybody else but myself. Mm. And with that, you know, there was a lack of love for shadow parts of myself, for parts of myself that I was trying to make, make myself wrong for, parts of my body, my physical body, you know, my personality. And what I realized is it first came from this place of, of desperation to heal, to really heal my body. And then what happened is I started coming online and, you know, this vibrancy and this vitality and this aliveness that I didn't even know existed. And then what it did is it allowed me to access my inner being, my authentic self, whatever we want to call it. It allowed me to start to really ask, um, access the truth of who I am. And that's where the confidence and that's where the trust and that's where really all of that aligned action came into play. And that's where really the hard stuff got easy. So that was my, that's my long answer of how my story then impacted me and how that's translated into my life's work. Yeah. Well, I, I definitely wanted to hear that, you know, I, I, because I knew, even though I, we've never talked about this, you and I before, but I knew there must've been some point, you know, that was sort of that, that light bulb breaking point, whatever you want to call it, hitting a wall, the burnout that created a shift. I had no idea though, that you were an environmental engineer. So, (gasps) oh yeah, that's really fascinating. Um, and so what I heard you say there is really getting the autonomy over your body helped you take ownership of your life and start to take action and guide and be guided with what was more, much more aligned with, you know, who you really are and the truth of who you are. And so I'm going to ask, uh, I'm going to ask how the body (laughs) comes into play here. Like other than, you know, I know you started with, with, it was a, a healing moment. Um, but how does the body stay involved now? So now we're like fast forward. I don't know how many years, but yeah, a while. Right. (laughs) And you're doing this amazing work that you do. And so how do you stay connected with your body? I love this question. And I feel like I get to go back to again, how, how it, how it first started when I was, when I was in the engineering world, my boss, who was this amazing, she was a female, just like, she was an amazing mentor for me. And when I first moved to where I live in Sarasota, Florida, she, I didn't know anybody. And I was in this male dominated industry for every, you know, one female that was in their twenties, there was probably a hundred males that were in their sixties. And she told me she owned a fitness studio and it was all women. And I went and sure enough, it was a pole studio. And I was absolutely petrified, but I stayed and I started to explore sensual movement. I started to explore what it really meant to connect to my body, to start to love my body, to be in community with other women and to really start to love myself. And I started to witness transformation in myself, witness transformation in other women. And I started, I became an instructor. I became an instructor And that was about 10 years ago. Then I let it go. So then I went through this whole phase where I told myself, okay, you know, I was really successful with my job. I was working for an international engineering company, multi-million dollar projects, traveling. And I just told myself, this is an old story. And really it was through the work of Anahita where I met you in Beauty Unleashed Mm -hmm. that I started to connect to my body again. I started to realize that what happened with my, my chronic health, what happened with uncovering this 
form of embodiment in connection with other women was not just an old story. It was really this training ground preparing me for what I do now. And what I found is so many of us, especially as women, we are so disconnected from our body. And I know that our body carries a lot of wisdom. Our body has an entire communication system. And really, so this is where my science brain, so this is where it's like, I love the left and the right brain. I love the masculine and the feminine. I really like to have a solid foundation. So when I started to understand the vagus nerve and how the vagus nerve is is connected to, you know, all of these organs in our body that are really communicating to our brain what's happening 75 or more percent of the time, not the other way around. And we've been programmed as a society to believe that our brain is king. Our brain is all knowing and our brain is the driver. And what I've realized is that's created a disconnect in truly our inner knowing. It's created a disconnect in the body story that we have. We carry so much energy. We carry so many emotions. There's so much that we carry in our bodies that we just don't know how to activate and release. So what happens is, is we numb, right? Like, okay, I'm going to numb. I don't want to like, I don't want to feel anything because it's too much. And then we create more overwhelm and we create this anxiety and we just create this go, go, go because we're not connected to who we are. We're not connected to our living, breathing organism, which is our body. So that is how all of that connects. Hopefully I answered your question. Yeah, you, no, you definitely <laughs> did. First of all, I'm the, I, we have so much in common. I love the like science and spirituality too, you know, how they seem like completely opposite ends of something. And of course they're, they're uh, totally, so tied. totally tied. And, you know, Einstein is like my favorite oh, yeah. <laughs> metaphysical say, master. He'll say things that are so spiritual. I'm like, oh man, <laughs> that's so cool. Um so I love that. But so you brought up, you know, the, the release of emotion from the body and the habit of suppressing it and not processing it and just go, go, go and take care of everyone and take care of everything and, and disconnect to not feel. Um, so what, what kind of at least first steps could you offer for the audience to activate and release this pent up emotion? Well, first I want to, I want to, I think what would support the audience as well is recognizing that the body has no timeline. The Mm -hmm. brain has a timeline. The brain, you know, has a story. That's why, you know, you probably tell a story three times to three different people and maybe like you start to fill holes and maybe it starts to change and it starts to evolve. Right. That's Mm -hmm. why they always say there's three sides to every story, you know, but the body, there is no timeline. So, you know, when we start to, so when we start to be triggered by something or when all of a sudden there's an emotion that comes up or there's something that happens, we have that same response in our body that starts to come through. And generally that's why it creates some sort of emotion, right? It creates some sort of anger, or maybe there's sadness, or maybe there's crying, or maybe there's this freeze moment where you're paralyzed and you can't take action. We all have different body stories. And so I think that's really important because the body doesn't lie. You know, Mm -hmm. the breath is the truth of the present moment. And that is why if I were to recommend one thing, it is just to start breathing. (laughs) Mm. Really, really 
we breathe from this top sphere of our body. I mean, we breathe in our upper chest and that is why we're not connected to our parasympathetic nervous system, which is really telling our body that we're safe. We are living in fight, flight, or freeze 24 seven, the majority of the human species, which is why there's so much angst and desperation. And truly, you know, this is, I believe that we get to feel alive. We get to feel safe regardless of our external circumstances. And if it really comes back to the breath, that's where you can create a lot of safety for yourself. That's where you can create a lot of grounding for yourself. And so just deep diaphragm belly breathing is what's going to connect you to that vagus nerve that I talked about. Mm -hmm. I like to breathe in through my nose for seven seconds, hold for seven and breathe out doing that three times. If you wrote down how you were feeling before you did those three breaths, and then you checked in with your body after mm-hmm. nine times out of 10, you're going to notice a vast improvement in your state. That is so powerful for especially busy women, you know, because that that's doable. Like that's a place you can start. That's, that's a one minute, two minute remedy, you know, that in the midst of anything you can do to come back into body and to downregulate the nervous system. Um, so then let, then let's go to the sacred feminine rhythms because, you know, if that's a one minute remedy for like ER emergency purposes, (laughs) you know, connect back to the breath. What, tell us about our rhythms and how that can be more of, a an ongoing preparatory, you know, foundational piece to, uh, to keep our, our entrepreneurs aligned with their vision and move toward that vision. Yeah, absolutely. Well, I think another, I'll give another, another example that I, that would support you. And then I'll get into the sacred feminine rhythms and really how I live my life. Okay. Is, awesome. You know, frequency, right? Like we are vibrational beings. To me, this is the art of allowing the body to lead is the awakened woman framework, like is how I live my life and knowing that we're energetic beings. And that's why music and movement is so powerful. I spent so much time with coaches and healers and reading books. And I felt like for so long I was forcing, I felt like I was doing the thing and I was checking the box, but I really wasn't connecting. And what I found is through music, I've really been able to learn how there's a resonance with music that allows for release, that allows for, you know, if there's some sort of stuck emotion in the body to just be able to process And what the beautiful thing is the brain doesn't even need to understand it. The body is allowing you to move through it. So I invite you, if you're feeling sad, if you're feeling heaviness, you get to put on a song that's maybe a bit there. It's more of a resonance, right? Like you get to put on a song that perhaps brings you to your knees and allows you to be held, allows you to just be held by the floor or be held by the couch and to just feel your emotions because it creates that safe container. Like, okay, I get to process this for this three and a half minute song. And then I get to go on my merry way. And it feels so good to kind of create those, those safe boundaries. Same thing with uh, energetic release. I know right now during this new moon, I'm feeling, it feels like a full moon and a new moon had a baby with this Scorpio (laughs) new moon. And 
there's a lot of energetic release that I know gets to come through me. So I will put on songs that allow me to just get really primal and let it all out and sound and stomp around and, you know, and then you get to start to have fun with it. So I always just recommend noticing when a song comes on the radio, or if you're watching a movie and you notice a feeling come up, I usually just write it down or I Shazam it, or I add it to a playlist, knowing that I can always go back to it. If I feel like it, it created some sort of emotion in me. So now shall we talk about sacred feminine rhythms or do you have another question? No, no, I'm just, (laughs) I'm taking that all in. And I'm, I was actually giggling a little bit in my head because last evening you're talking about the um, the moon and last evening I just processed something also by just basically yelling <laughs> in the living room like <laughs> and my husband's freaking out and um and honestly mostly freaking out because we're in an upstairs apartment in our barn and we have our caretaker she lives downstairs and he's like you might have woke her like she's probably going to think we're having a big fight or something and I'm like no 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 that's just the moon and energy release like don't don't mind me <laughs> so mm. I should I should have probably danced primal to primal music instead <laughs> it's all welcome it's all welcome it's all welcome yeah you know breath sound movement there's times where I'll hit pillows or I'll stomp around or you know I just get really wild with it and shake my head but a lot of times sound does come out so I absolutely welcome the sound. And I love that you were like, you claimed that, right? Like, no, I'm not ashamed. This got, this, it came through the way that it came through. And I like to ask for forgiveness instead of permission. It sounds yes. like you do the same. Oh, I love that. <laughs> I love that. And I was like completely liberated afterward, you know, yeah. like, whew, release. Yes. But yes, let's get to sacred feminine rhythms. Yeah. So it's funny, you know, we started talking about the moon. So what, when I, it all stemmed from the hormone imbalance that I had, I started adopting something called cycle syncing, where I really started to understand the hormones. And I started to understand how our male counterparts, their hormones cycle every 24 hours. And for us as women, it's generally 28 days. And there's this sense of, you know, I think about women entering the workplace in the 60s and 70s in the US, and I've adopted so much research around, we kind of got thrown into this box, right? Like, okay, here you go. Here's how we do things. And our bodies are not meant to perform the same tasks every day as women. And so we, we feel like we're failing. We feel like something is wrong with us if we're our emotions are all of a sudden dropping in our luteal phase just before our menstrual cycle. And again, I'll talk about if you don't currently have a menstrual cycle too, but uh, you know, if you do, that's how our bodies are designed. There is a phase where we, we bleed. And I started to understand these four phases and how I can intertwine them into my everyday life. And so I plan my entire life around these four phases of my cycle. And I can get into them a bit more later if you'd like, Mm -hmm. but then I started to recognize, okay, this is my body. How is it possible that there's four phases of our menstrual cycle and they very much mirror the four seasons that happen on earth? So we have our menstrual phase, the fertile void. It's just like winter. Then we have our follicular phase. Just think of springtime. Think of coming out new energy. Then we go into summer, which is our ovulation phase where we're very outward, right? We have the most energy. Our our hormones are peaking. And then we go into our luteal, which is the autumn phase, which is 
nesting, preparing for winter, tying up loose ends. You're probably wanting to make a stew and bundle up, right? You're a lot more inward. So there's two phases that are very inward and two phases that are very outward, just like the season. So I started to understand like, "Mm, okay, that's no accident. Then I started to understand the cosmos and started to look at the lunar cycle and really started to understand, okay, how is this no accident that now we have this lunar cycle that completely has four phases that is very much synergistic to what's happening in our body and knowing that there's a rhythm to everything and just look at mother nature, like look at all of this beauty that surrounds us and how it's messy and it's not the same every day. And I think that's really created this beautiful dance of recognizing our femininity, our divinity, that there's nothing wrong with us. We are not broken and we get to have rhythms. We get to come in, be pulled in and out. Like the moon pulls the tides in and out every single day. We get to dance like that as well. And that is how I live my life now. (laughs) That is amazing. I mean, first of all, I never thought about the different phases and cycles (laughs) quite the way you, quite the way you said that. And yeah, that's no accident. You can't make that up. Like that is clearly divine. Um, and I can only imagine what, what shifts for you and for your clients when they start to live like you do, instead of fighting against things and, and resisting and, um, and blaming themselves for it, or, you know, all the self self-talk, negative self-talk and criticism. Um, it has to just be such freedom. Freedom's a word that keeps coming to mind. Mm-hmm. Freedom. Yeah. So, so what does it look like? Could you share a little bit about, um, going about your day to day in what you do in the different cycles? Like what would you do differently in one cycle yeah. from the other? Oh, I love this. Should we say, uh, should we create like, a like in the work category or should we just say in general, should we just do some generalities? Let's do something with your work okay. Yeah, with work. All right. So right now we're in the new moon. So I'll start. Mm -hmm. I'll start because I also really want a presence that I I recognize that, you know, there could be women listening who have had a hysterectomy or no longer bleeding menopause and, you know, following the lunar cycle. Absolutely. You can do, and you'll start to notice if you take note of the energies, you'll start to notice what, how your rhythms fall, even if it's not fully aligned with the lunar cycle. So the first I always start with it's all just a noticing. It's all feedback, right? Like everything mm-hmm. is neutral. We're not trying to, people want to, <laughs> all of a sudden my clients, they want to like, oh, I've been doing this for over five years. Right. And they want to, you know, they want to do it now. And that's not how this works. This is really about listening. This is really about checking within. And I truly believe that we are all just guides and it's really our body, our inner knowing it, there's so that's, there's no one size fits all. So it's going to be different for all of us. But during the new moon is a very intuitive time. So this is generally a time where I actually will start to unpack the previous cycles, the previous, you know, month. Okay. And this is a time where you can start to reflect, reflect on numbers, reflect on what went well, what didn't go well. This is a great time for setting intentions for goals. This is really an inward time where I'm doing a lot of research I'm setting the foundation. So this is a time where I'm not scheduling a lot of calls. I'm doing my best to 
limit the amount of calls. Of course, things come up. Things are always going to come up, but I'm not overfilling my calendar. I have, there is no room for back-to-back meetings, right? Like I'm very, very intentional with the breaks and it's very inward time. So a lot of a lot of intention setting and a lot of reviewing of the previous month. And then we go into our follicular phase. And so that phase is the newness. So I start, I'm playful. This is think inner child, playful Mm. energy, have fun. I am at my best. I do a lot of live videos during this time. I have a lot of fun. I try something new. This is where I initiate new projects. A lot of new Mm -hmm. projects are started during this time. And again, the energy supports that. So this is what's fun about it is I will strategically plan this because energetically I'm in alignment and the fear, right? Like there's no fear because I'm just like, oh, I'm having fun. I'm like, you know, I'm just having a good time playing in the energy of new. And then ovulation is absolutely the negotiation time, the time where you want to be around people. You are a magnet. You enjoy being around people, networking events. If you plan retreats or any sort of big business gatherings, this is the time where you want to say yes <laughs> to big group events mm-hmm. online, etc. And then we go into the luteal, which again is a really inward time. So we're back to the inward time. I will do long chunks of long periods of working without distractions, no phone, shut my door. I set a timer. This is where I can get a lot done and a lot of finishing up projects. So the projects that I started in my follicular phase, this Mm -hmm. is where you really want to, you know, tie up those loose ends, wrap them up, or at least complete a phase of it, right? Because sometimes there's bigger projects, right? That maybe extend longer than those phases. So it just creates a, it's very cyclical. It's not linear. And that's why I love it is I never feel like I'm running out of time. It's like, hmm. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah. Oh, wow. Um, Never feel like I'm running out of time. (laughs) Like that. I can only imagine the relief like that everybody who just heard that is, <laughs> is feeling and what a what a new and powerful way to go about planning your time and and your activity. I'll just call it work activity and I'm sure personal activity too but thank you for sharing so many specifics because that's just so liberating again I'm back to freedom like to never feel like I'm out of time or what I hear and you probably do too from women all the time is I'm behind I'm behind, I'm behind. And I, and I say, there's no such thing as behind, but now you've given this whole other, other understanding of why, why there's no such thing as behind or why you're never out of time. Oh, I love that so much. Well, and I can see where this would be really personal and individual too. Um, and so uh, I would love for you to share how people can find you, you know, to see what you're up yeah. to and, and how they could work with you. And I think you have a gift you're going to share because we have just only scratched, barely scratched the surface on this. Yes. Yeah. So you can find me at lindsaymartinellis.com. So it's L-I-N-D-S-A-Y-M-A-R-T-E-N-L-S-E-L-L-I-S.com. And then you can also reach me at lindsay at lindsaymartinellis.com. And I have 
an amazing free quiz where it's an assessment where you can discover your unique awakened woman archetype. So to me, this is around awakening. This is around aliveness and vitality, and it's all connected, right? All of this is so divinely connected. And so this, this assessment will help you connect to the fullest expression of your authentic self. And of course you can email me and, and connect. And if there's, you know, other tools, I have a couple of other free resources on my website. And I actually do have a cycle syncing resource that is a comprehensive guide where there's, uh, you know, it's an actual downloadable with examples and things. So if you want to go deeper, there's a lot more resources as well in different categories of your life. Excellent. Excellent. Uh, we will drop all of those in the show notes. So if anybody listening hey. didn't catch all the different links, we'll put them right there for you. Um, Lindsay, this has been amazing. And I can't thank you enough for sharing this with us, but but truly bigger than that, like the work you do, because I know that this is a healing process you know this is healing while while we're still doing what we do <laughs> doing you know our responsibilities um and with every woman that you work with you are absolutely healing the world so i honor you and i thank you and thank you so much for being here what i like to say is your healing is my healing is our healing so we're all co-creating this together i really do appreciate it and i look forward to connecting with you all mm. And for everybody else, I will be with you again on the next episode of I Am Vibrant. Bye for now. Bye-bye.